Soft neon hues of sienna, teal, and cherry red stretched and intermingled between a hundred towering yellow-dotted structures, their shadows enveloping every inch of the city in a sort of exponential void. Angela walked along the rain-drenched sidewalk, clutching her umbrella close to her chest. A ghostly beam of light reached down from the top of some industrial monolith. Its light searched aimlessly in the unending sea of pedestrians and traffic and glowing billboards of Coca-Cola, an old Noah Masterson campaign ad, and the latest synaptic patches promising eternal life. Her vision filled with transparent text and image notifications as the mind-fi signal reasserted itself into her cinepath. The usual lag made her dizzy as the day's information blasted into her cerebral cortex. She stood staring into space, waiting for the lag to catch up and the dropping sensation in her stomach to slow. When she felt like she could walk again without falling on her face, Angela started toward the street, where the autocab sat waiting. Damn it, has it really been a year since my last backup? Angela sighed. Every year, like clockwork, when her annual synaptic backup procedure came along, some primal part of her psyche would come alive and her nerves would set on edge. It wasn't like it was painful or anything. More the sense of enclosure than anything. Angela pushed back the thought as Jordan's smiling face appeared in the back passenger window of the autocab. She smiled in return, hoping she'd have the strength to keep smiling when the subject of her appointment came up. She was still so disoriented when she walked up to the cab, she almost didn't notice the man standing there watching her. When she did, she instantly recognized him. Representative Barton? She stole a glance at Jordan and he winked in return from inside the cab. James Barton reached out and the two shook hands. Miss Bain, I hope you don't mind. I wanted to congratulate you on such a fantastic job today. I tried to get your attention in the courtroom, but those hungry reporters were circling like vultures. Angela laughed. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't see you. No, no, it's not your fault. Who could blame them? You were the star of the show in there, he beamed. Well, I was just about to head out. Do you want to share a cab with us, or... Barton waved at Jordan, then looked back at Angela and shook his head. No, I just wanted to congratulate you. I have my own ride, but thanks, he signaled toward the parking garage down the street. I heard about your extended CO2 bill, Mr. Barton. I really hope it passes. We need more people in office like you, working on real solutions. I appreciate you saying so, Miss Bain. That means a lot coming from someone who's doing so much phenomenal environmental work themselves. You take care, okay? Angela nodded and opened the autocab door. You too, Mr. Barton. He turned and started up the street. She stood there, smiling, watching him go. She was just about to get in the cab when a deafening boom erupted from the court building and a gust of pressure shoved her violently into the car. Ash and dust clouded around the vehicle as Jordan scrambled to check Angela's head. You're bleeding. Beneath some all-encompassing drone of ringing, his voice was distant, foggy. I'm okay. Her own voice came out quiet, muffled. Oh my God! She jumped up from the seat and pushed her way past the car door. 
Jordan yelled out for her, but she couldn't make out the words as she ran toward the last place she had seen Representative Barton. Mr. Barton! The air was thick with dust and debris, raining down in a tan and muddy cacophony like some unnatural sandstorm. Sirens and random voices screamed out from some other world. Mr. Barton! Her feet struck something on the ground and she toppled over. She rolled to her knees and there he lay, on the sidewalk, head broken and bleeding and still. Angela reached over and put out her hand to check his pulse. Someone please, call an ambulance! 